0: Beloveds, beloveds, welcome to this final episode of The Word is Resistance, the podcast where for seven years, nearly week in and week out, we've been exploring what our Christian sacred texts have to teach us about living, surviving, even thriving in the context of empire, tyranny, violence, and repression, the times in which we are living today. What do our sacred stories have to teach us as white folks, white Christians, about our role in resistance, in showing up, and in liberation? What wisdom is there for us as white Christians in these troubled, violent times of pandemics, rising authoritarianism, genocide, and racial capitalism? And what beauty can we find in our resistance? I'm Reverend Ann Dunlap, pronouns she, her, hers. I'm a United Church of Christ minister, and I'm finishing my time as the faith organizing coordinator for showing up for racial justice, or SURGE, this week. I live in the place currently called Buffalo, New York, here in the homelands of the Haudenosaunee peoples. This live recording that we've heard since the beginning of of Dr. Vincent Harding's song for the freedom movement is of a multiracial movement choir practice in Denver, Colorado in December 2014, being led by Minister Daryl J. Walker. We are deeply grateful to the Freeney Harding family for letting us use this song for this podcast. The word is resistance. I am full of tender gratitude as we bring this amazing body of work to completion. I hope that you've enjoyed the three contributor conversations of Reflections these last few weeks. And honestly, I don't know what more to say. But I couldn't help but notice that the lectionary texts for this episode include two from Luke, both centered on Mary. The angel Gabriel as God's messenger with a most improbable invitation to Mary and Mary's revolutionary outpouring response song, often called the Magnificat, that upends the world. I've been thinking about how appropriate these texts are to close out the word is resistance. I'm thinking about the improbable invitation extended to me that resulted in this podcast, its own kind of response song, an attempt to do our part to upend the world. And that's what I want to leave each one of you with. Each one of us has an improbable invitation from the divine extended to us. An invitation to bear liberation in our own flesh and bones. An improbable invitation that makes us ask, how can this be? I can imagine Mary's response to Gabriel as a kind of laughing disbelief that says, are you even paying attention? Have you seen what's going on out here? Do you see what is happening? What could I possibly do? And still, Mary says yes. She chooses. And bears a liberation song we are still singing to this day. Mary is very clear what this invitation means. These lines from one of my favorite settings of the Magnificat called The Canticle of the Turning sum it up. From the halls of power to the fortress tower, not a stone will be left on stone. Let the king beware, for your justice tears every tyrant from his throne. The hungry poor shall weep no more for the food they can never earn. There are tables spread, every mouth be fed, for the world is about to turn. That's it right there. Dominating power will be overturned so that everyone, everyone, will have all they need to thrive. Somewhere along the way, Christianity forgot that the whole point of Jesus was this tyrants torn from their thrones so that every mouth can be fed so in these days of tyrants in many forms let us remember mary's song let us remember the same improbable invitation to bear liberation is extended to us in this season May we prepare our hearts to make room for all that is to be born, even as we may ask, how can this be?
1: Courage, sisters.
0: songs we invited y'all to contribute to this final episode and we received two beautiful offerings from long-time dedicated listeners thank you barry and tobias for your contributions and for your enthusiastic support along the way we'll hear from barry first and then tobias
1: i am so thankful for the word is resistance podcast at its beginning the podcast episodes gave me hope that there were ways to resist the forces of white supremacy and empire around me. As the series developed over the span of seven years, I could sense a cohesive focus in theology forming. This focus or theology, I notice, involves the importance of power analysis and understanding Bible stories, understanding that power is always operating, asking where I find myself in the story, or even if I can find myself in the story. Perhaps the story isn't about me or intended for me. Recognizing that there are no good or bad Christians, just people created in the image of God. When we choose the good-bad binary, we are doing just what empire wants us to do, fight each other instead of organizing. Understanding that the stories address a community, not individuals. The stories are about people struggling to repair their communities. The emotions I feel after listening range from righteous anger, humility, hope, awe, and serenity. I've probably listened to every one of the episodes. I love the way the podcast hosts were able to open the text of the lectionary to ways of seeing and being, which are liberatory and not exclusionary. I marvel at the wisdom and humility they showed in wrestling with some of the most difficult passages of the Bible for modern progressive people to hear. Hashtag wrestling with Romans. These episodes provide a spiritual and theological foundation for my anti-racist work. I share episodes and transcripts with so many people. Thanks again for the enormous gift of these episodes.
2: Hi, I'm Tobias. I found the Word is Resistance podcast a few years in and started back from the beginning, listening to every episode. The podcast has been like a trustworthy companion for my journey. And while we may want to call this an ending, I don't see it that way. Many years ago, I picked up a piece of wisdom from a project management book of all places. The author said they don't call anything in this life an ending until we take our last breath. That means everything else we experience until then is a beginning or a middle. While the podcast won't be creating new episodes anymore... It remains a steadfast companion for all of us trying to influence a future we hope is better than it is today. And there's a beautiful mystery about what will come from this podcast. I know one thing. That story is only now starting to be written. And for me, I will never again be the blissfully ignorant white cis straight male who wouldn't have considered himself a racist, but didn't know the first thing about anti-racism. The podcast has helped me establish an altogether different lens by which I view the world. We may have only met in brief moments, but everyone that has had their hand in this podcast has made a lasting difference in my life. The journey is not ending, it's just taking a different shape. This podcast could have been purely theological, but personal stories were woven in, and for that, I am eternally grateful. It's in these stories and the conversations that are sparked where people experience lasting change. And that is certainly the case for me. These stories will always be there for us when we need to remember something important or when we need to strength to make that next step. With this being the middle, not a binary beginning or ending, the resistance to binaries has been a theme I love from this podcast. We get to wrestle with the uncertainty and enjoy the epiphanies along the way in this middle where the ink is not yet dry.
0: again, Barry and Tobias. Beloveds, hear this modern interpretation of Mary's Magnificat from Enfleshed. My soul is alive with thoughts of God. What a wonder their liberating works. Though the world has been harsh to me, God has shown me kindness, seen my worth, And called me to courage. Surely those who come after me will call me blessed. Even when my heart weighs heavy with grief, still so does hope abide with me. Holy is the one who makes it so. From generation to generation, love's mercy is freely handed out. None are beyond the borders of God's transforming compassion. The power of God is revealed among those who labor for justice. They humble the arrogant. They turn unjust thrones into dust. Their wisdom is revealed in the lives and truths of those on the margins. God is a feast for the hungry. God is the great redistributor of wealth and resources. God is the ceasing of excessive and destructive production that all the earth might rest. Through exiles and enslavement, famines and wars, hurricanes and gun violence, God is a companion in loss, a deliverer from evil, a lover whose touch restores. This is the promise they made to my ancestors, to me, to all the creatures and creations now and yet coming, and in this promise I find my strength. Come, great healer, and be with us. Beloveds, what will your Magnificat be? What shall your heart sing? If you need to recall the tune, remember that the podcast will continue to be available wherever you listen. It's not going anywhere. The database for finding episodes and transcripts will also be available. For now, go to the home of The Word is Resistance on SoundCloud, and you'll find the link to the database there. Beloveds, thanks as always to you for joining us for all of these years. From wherever you are on this good earth. Thank you to all of our contributors and editors over the years, including our current sound editor, Claire Hitchens. Thank you, all of you. We could not have done this without any of you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you and all that you do to resist injustice. And in all that you do to build up a new world, love and liberation, beloveds, love and liberation. Until we meet again, I'm Reverend Ann Dunlap.